0: Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Anointed Radio Show. And we're going to start off in normal fashion. And we're going to come out of Micah 7 and 18. And it says, Who is a God like you, who pardons sin and forgives the transgression of the remnant of his inheritance? You do not stay angry forever, but delight to show mercy. God is of mercy. God is a loving God and He will forgive you no matter how far you go out there. He'll forgive you and He still loves you despite what you might think. He still loves you. Just like when the Father came out with His arms open waiting for the prodigal son, God loves you and there's nothing you could do about it. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's go ahead into prayer. Dev, Father, thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing. God, we just thank you. We love you. We We glorify you, God. We ask you to be in the midst right now. And God, we just need you more than ever in this time of need. God, we just thank you for all the things that you're doing. God, we thank you for all the things that you've taught us, all the things that you've had us go through to appreciate the things we did have and do have. God, we just want you to come into the midst right now, into the room, plant the seed for somebody to say what can I do to be saved? God, we love you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. And God, we just ask you to touch somebody tonight by what is said tonight, God. We and we just thank you. We love you in Jesus precious name. Amen. Amen, amen. 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 Oh Hey, man, this is Pastor Jay, and like always, I got something to say, and what I got to say is this. You can find me at Anointed AnointedJayLon on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Pastor J on Facebook, um, and make sure you go download, which is now at 100K streams. Renew my praise, go download, go listen, go add to the fold, and it's pretty interesting. I got on the Netherlands charts before I even got on American charts. Felt some type of way about that. I need some more more people from my homeland, y'all, to go and stream and get me on some charts, radio people. Amen. 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 I'm just gonna speak that out there, and so somebody can say, "Amen" with me. You know, in church, everybody follows what the person says. Amen. You are like, "Amen," everybody. Everybody just go stream, renew my praise. Amen. And and, and that's all I need you to do. Amen. amen. So we have a special guest. We have. The legendary Doctor Nia G. She's out looking, looking for something, and frozen. Amen. And you just keep me Oh no, I was, I'm I'm going to you too. We're, are we go to the right. I went to the left. Oh, okay, my bad. And we have Chris Chris J. In the building. Uh huh. I'm here. <laughs> Are oh, you here? Where can we find you at here? Is it, is In Chicago. Here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, uh, you can find me on social media at Um, uh, So that's Instagram and Facebook at J. And then you can find me at Um, I have Chasing After You, some new music uh, that's still out, so you can get it on everywhere you buy your digital music. And I have some shirts that are on my website as well. Um, one that says King Me, the other one Worship or Die, and then they I like that. King me. You did, yeah, good. Go buy one. Oh, I can't get one. Uh, I can't even get one because
0: I don't have them here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta even buy my own product.
0: Okay, I guess I'll buy one, amen.
1: But yeah, I got those out, and so yeah, that's what I got going, and
0: yeah, so that's me. Amen, and then uh, make sure you go follow everybody's everybody's favorite love child, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Marvinetta Clay? I'm Clay. Exactly. I'ma call it Clay. I'ma call it Clay. You know, from the two greatest, Marvin and then Etta, and put it together to get Marvinetta Clay. Make sure you go follow her at Clay Marvinetta. Go check out um, Worship Forever, her single, and her brand. And uh go to DrMarvinettaClay.com and you could get everything she's working on Flyway. It's about to be a phenomenal piece. I even did some background vocals on it. It was dope. It was a fun experience as well. So make sure you stay tuned to Dr. Marvinetta I Clay.
1: me, I could have went to somebody house. just saying
0: but I'm just saying you live in Chicago now. I could have went to somebody house and recorded my part. That's true. Technology. Amen you got to talk to dr clay i ain't part of that so anyway with that being said um we have in the house dr nia g in the house that's and she frozen again, and she's frozen again. oh snap she posing though she posing with the frozen right she's frozen with the pose
1: she's frozen and unfrozen
0: and then frozen and then have pose. You, have this, you wake up. amen We got Dr. Nia. Oh, snap. We can't hear you, Dr. Nia. Hold on. Make sure. Yeah. Uh We might have a connections issue. Can you hear us, Dr. Nia? We, We see you. We see you, but we can't hear you, though. Uh-oh. Amen. You know, we're we, we, we going to go ahead and say, devil, you ain't going to stop this interview today. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. All, but all the technical, technical difficult to, 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 to tease. Amen. 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 We still can't hear you. Amen. So one thing I would like to say is this is a season of reaping. A lot of people have been working hard in the background, and now God is really blessing people in this new season, this new season of new norms. And even though there's a lot of lot a lot of stuff happening around god is still in the blessing business there's still people that's doing great things and i just want everybody to know that no matter what's going on in your life god is still providing now we got dr nia
2: hey can you guys hear me
0: we show can hallelujah
1: (laughs) (laughs) welcome back
2: Hey guys.
0: Hello.
3: Thank so,
0: you. Where, can, right. where
2: can everybody find you, Dr. Nia? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, LinkedIn, um, YouTube, uh, my own website. You can find me at I Am Just Nia or Just Nia Morning Show or Dr. Nia ID Guru or Dr. Nia Identity Guru, as well as you can email me um, at iamjustnia@gmail.com. at gmail.com. as well as you know, uh, for all bookings and any kind of uh, things that you'd like me to do concerning platforms, you can reach out to my manager, Mrs. Omika McNeil of Belinda Gill Management at www.belindagillmanagement at gmail.com or 561 area code 9005079.
0: Amen. Amen yeah see amen. god has anointing in that spot you at so don't move
2: <laughs> don't move right <laughs> yeah, don't, don't
0: move i'm right there
2: okay okay amen
0: so um everybody i just want everybody to know make sure you go download the anointed radio app um, we had a a great shout out today from lecrae and i thought that was super dope so a lot of people are noticing anointed radio and we want you to stay tuned and stay connected and how you can stay tuned and stay connected is you can go and follow anointed radio on all social media platforms with just the same handle lv anointed radio we're the only one out there so definitely go and follow us download and if you want to sew into the ministry hallelujah uh, I just put oh, the I on there. you know it, the, if you look down there it says oh, yeah, like anointed it. radio network and be able to sew in the ministry to, for us to be able to get more things to you we're planning for expansion um, we're speaking this into existence expansion of anointed radio Chicago led by my brother Chris Johnson hey,
2: Chris that's where I am right now I'm in Chicago currently really I am
0: See? Cool. y'all could have been well, on the same place on the we same could I, we could have
2: we could have I'm, I'm from the shy.
1: Really, wow! Yeah, yeah I just side moved here about. The best side. Yeah, you sound like my friend, but yeah, I just moved here about six weeks ago, and I'm um, okay. in High Park.
2: I love High Park. I, they oh. have one of my stores ever. Akira is in High Park. I was just I know, there.
1: I know exactly where it's at.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm currently in the South Shore area, right off the lake.
1: Okay, I know where you are. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where you are. Yeah. I have to link up. I don't know how. Long yes,
2: definitely. Well, I I'm leaving on Saturday, but Saturday, but I am back and forth, uh, like every so many weeks. I'm here, and uh-huh. so we definitely have to connect.
1: Definitely. Yes, ma'am. Cool, man. I, I got some people out here now.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, Pastor Jay, back in your hands. I'm sorry.
1: Right, we had a moment, a shy time moment. <laughs> Did he freeze? I think Pastor Jay froze.
2: Pastor Jay, blink if you can hear
1: us.
2: (laughs) Is he frozen?
1: He froze. Wow, he
2: he did freeze. And so he's going to be joining us again.
1: Yeah, in a few minutes. Well, I'm trying to wait because I don't. He usually directs us where we go and plays music usually around this time. But let's. All right. But well, since we're waiting for him to come back, let's get into it a little bit of your interview. Can you tell us? Let's do it this way. He has a famous icebreaker question, so let me think of a good one. Since you're from Chicago, and I already know, I already think I know this this answer: Uncle Remus or Harold's? Why not Coleman? He said who?
2: Coleman's.
1: I haven't had them.
2: Oh, my God, they are, yeah, they're, oh, my God, you got to have them, because they're better than both of them to me. If I had to choose between Uncle Remus and Harold's Chicken, it would be Uncle Remus. How has this changed so much? I used to be a really big fan of Harold's. They now have Harold's in Atlanta, and it just doesn't taste the same to me.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. So
1: y'all yeah. here? Yeah, we was going on an interview trying
0: to wait for you to come back. Hey, man. Um, so let's just. That's, that's the icebreaker question. So I'm gonna just go ahead and just say, can we start with prayer today? Because absolutely, my come on. Whole screen just went black on me. Let's hit it. And somebody said my my speaker busted. So do I sound like my speaker busted? It's a little Amen. feedback
2: in the back, but uh. Yeah.
0: I knew that was that sound. How about now?
2: That's better.
0: Yeah. Amen. 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 Yeah, Father God, we're just going to review whatever was happening. I don't know what's yes, happening. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. God, come into the midst right now and Thank be Lord. able to let Thank your will be done. God, mm. something that's obviously was supposed to be said today that Thank is you, going Jesus. to change some life. That's going to yes, shake up some things and some people that's going to bring them to you and get closer. So, God, let us be able to still be in your will and in your way yes. in every way yes, that God. we can has to be on this interview today, guys. And I, all, all I have to say is amen, amen, and amen. Amen. To the devil mad today.
1: There's something getting ready to happen on this live. Yeah. Right. For all this right. stuff, stuff to happen. Right. Something's
0: getting ready happen. So with that being said, everybody, um, one thing I could say is I've known my dear sister, sister uh, doctor, let me give her give her. her Respect, but she did go. To you school. know, I'm not
2: bound by titles. I'm not bound I'm, by titles.
0: I just still got to give you the respect. You went to school, you got educated. So, thank Dr. you. I
2: appreciate you.
0: Dr. Mia, for a good while, Dr. Mia is a very talented woman of God. She is very transparent in her walk with God, which is what is needed and what is so great about her because it's not the phony, it's not the it's faith. True you know, Dr. Mia will tell you how it is and be able to get you through some things. Amen. You, Amen. So, one thing that I could definitely say about Dr. Mia is she's definitely been a great addition to my life since I've met her. Gives she gives you wisdom. She's busy, though, and she don't might not answer your call all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Different story, because, you know, she, she hosts an award shows. and and got (laughs) books and all that good stuff. So I just had to give y'all some rundown on Dr. Me, And I I think we should go into the interview straight. We'll play some music after because I feel like God is leading us to this. So my icebreaker question is, if, if you could write a book about yourself, what would it be titled?
2: Been there, done that, but now I'm transformed. Been there, done that, but now I'm transformed.
0: Okay. So where is your hometown and where do you reside now?
2: My home is Chicago, Illinois, uh, originally. West side of Chicago. West side is the best side. Uh, (laughs) But I currently now reside in Atlanta, Georgia as of January 1st, 2020.
0: Amen. You got Amen. to Atlanta right before COVID. Right before,
2: right before, my life shifted in March for the better.
0: Amen. Amen. I I bet you, you was one of the people that was like, "Oh, twenty twenty, you know, Europe vision." My vision, to. Absolutely not, Hollywood. Absolutely
2: not. I don't believe in the in the cliche isms. That's my word. Okay. I don't believe in the clicheisms. I don't believe that you have to jump on the bandwagon, because it sounds good, it don't necessarily mean it is good. Uh, and it's been proven with 2020, the year of vision, because if we really had vision, there would have been foresight to see what was about to happen. You understand what I'm saying? We uh, would have seen that there were some things that were coming that we needed to be prepared for, that we right. were not prepared for. COVID took everybody uh, by happenstance. However, yeah. it did not take God because he knew this time was coming. This is another opportunity for us to prepare ourselves or to get right what we've already had wrong all this time. You Mm -hmm. know, we keep talking about the season, the season, the season, but I'm here to tell you. That we we are in the season. It has already taken place. Can you hear me? Yeah, we are. Can you guys hear me?
3: We can't. Yeah. So
2: we we talk about all of these things that are coming. But what we fail to realize is that we're currently in that right now. The shift has already occurred. Uh, We are already uh, a change of the guard has already occurred. Everything Mm -hmm. that was supposed to happen. God gave us time to get there. We say COVID. Oh, my God. COVID is this. And it was bad. It was bad. It's bad. But he gave us another chance and another chance and another chance and another chance because he had been warning us about some things. He had been trying yeah. to prepare us for some things that were coming but yet we kept doing it our way we kept saying i got time i got time i got time but he let you know no matter what your socioeconomic stature was no matter what your education level was no matter what your platform was no matter what your pedigree was we were all put on the level playing field mm-hmm. nobody could do anything. We all had to do the same thing. And he wanted to let people know that you ain't no better than the next person. What I do, I command it to happen. And I'll shut down everything in order that my plan can be fulfilled. So uh, I don't believe in that that vision, 2020 vision thing. I just believe that we're all in a season that God is moving us into the places that he wants us. Right. It's time for us to do exactly what we need to do. And I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna be quiet, Jay. I liken this unto the children of Israel, right? When they were going around um, trying to go into the promised land, it took them 40 years. It's taken us a long time to get where we are right now. And in the process of that, generations had to die off, right? An entire generation actually had to die off. That means that there were some prominent leaders that had to die off. There were some people with great names and great positions that had to die off. There were some people that were really educated and really smart that we presume had all the answers. They had to die off. There were some matriarchs and some patriarchs that had to die off. They couldn't go over into the new land, the new promised land that is now being given unto us, that land of milk and honey uh, that we're walking into right now. I feel like we're in the same place, Hallelujah! I feel like we are the children of Israel in the 2020 in the 2020 realm. You hear what I'm saying? And all of that stuff that happened, there were some generations that had to die off. There were some generals that had to die off in order for this guard to be passed. There were some people that couldn't go in that were extremely smart and brilliant that gave us answers before now that couldn't go into this next land. There were some leaders that thought that they had the answer before March 2020 that we were going to move in one way. But God said, no, I'm going to show you something different. I require and desire to do something different in this hour. That's why you got people like a Kanye West. That's why you got people like a Snoop dog. That's why you got the underdogs. That's why you got people that nobody thought would ever be anything in anybody that are really taking positions. That remnant that we always talk about, right now, they're taking position right now because we've moved into our new land and everybody couldn't go. Moses couldn't go, he led us, he got us there, but then Joshua had to come and take over. He couldn't go, he was a general in his time. There were generals that have passed on. We couldn't believe that they're gone, some of the greats, and we're still losing them day by day. But they couldn't go into the new land that God has for us right now. I
1: know. Wow.
0: Deep. Yeah. And, you know, you you know, because one thing that if you really think about it is just that we're moving into a new season, a new norm. And Mm. I even told artists, artists right now, like, if you're not prepared right now, you're missing your opportunity. And he gave we- us
2: three months right four months mm-hmm. five months to get prepared for what as you said it the new norm this right. is not something that we've ever experienced before but it's going to be our way of living
0: right and and there's a whole lot of change that's happening like this i've i've heard the changing of the guard since last year mm-hmm. i've i've constantly heard that and right now god is tired of the people that feel good in church but act ugly Outside church, they build in church. They shout. They they love you in church, but then when they get out of church, they're different. They're not.
2: Can I give you a scripture for that, Pastor? Oh yeah, go ahead. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Yeah. Because we learn how to play church, we learn how to look church. We learn how to look sanctified and dignified and holy. We learn how to shout. Some people learn how to speak in tongues. But you ain't got no power. You have absolutely no power. And that's why you continue to see the church in this this mode of repetition where we always the same. Nothing ever changes. There's really no real change in our lives because we really don't have any power. We've been taught how to shout. We've been taught how to say I receive it. We've been taught how to say it's mine. We've been taught how to say it's next. But we ain't been taught how to say, Lord, Lord. We haven't been taught how to say, Father, where are you? We haven't been taught how to say, God, I need you. We haven't been taught or driven uh, to Christ individually. We've been driven to pastor, to apostle, to prophet, to bishop, to elder. We've been driven to those people that we thought could get the prayer through. But how many of us know that at the beginning, after there was Jesus Christ, when the bill was rent in two, that we can now go to Jesus for ourselves? We can now go and approach the throne for ourselves. And so I, I love my pastor because the Bible says those he calls, he qualifies. How can we hear without a preacher? And how can a preacher preach except consent? So we understand and know that we need these. Uh, they're really, really needed in the body of Christ, the fivefold ministry leaders that he gave us some apostles, prophets, pastors, preachers, teachers, evangelists, for the upbuilding of the kingdom, for the edifying of the church. We understand and know that we need all those, but in this day and time, it's time for us to equip those that are in the body, that they understand and know how to get to the same God that we've been trying to push them to all these years, but yet they've had that form of godliness.
0: And that is, I guess you could say 10 how can I say this there's if you look at ten percent of the body of church of the body of God the body of Christ if you look at that ten percent of them is really getting if you really think about it and a whole lot of us is trying to figure it out because a lot of us won't ask the simple questions how because some people feel intimidated you know you'll hear, Those titles, you hear the, you know, Mm -hmm. there's still things that, and I I want everybody to know, there's still things that every one of us on this, this lot is still going through constantly. Absolutely. It's still trying to figure out. And sometimes you feel, oh, because of my title, my age, or, you know, or somewhere that people figure that you should already know. But every day is a learning experience. Yes, it is. The body of Christ says, come as you are, come as with what you know of. Come as what you're dealing with, you know. Don't be right. fake. If you if you're going through um <laughs> hatred, unforgiveness, don't act like that's still not there when you go to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's so many things mm-hmm. that you have dealing with you when you leave and you're at home that you're not bringing the gospel. You're not bringing for help. You know the reason why he brings the the preachers, the teachers, and and. To, to you, if you think about it, it's a resource for you to get through, not as the answer, but for you to use as a tool. Because I, as a pastor, have not a heaven or hell to put no one Absolutely. in. I Absolutely. I can direct you to the source that can give you the answer. I can give you a testimony of what I've been through personally, and that can help you get through what you're going through to strengthen you in the time when you get tested with the same thing over again, because it will happen. You will get tested with those same things over and over again. And you see, I guess you could say, you could really see how the body of Christ is now in this age, now that you have to depend on technology. Right. Absolutely. You don't have mamas dragging you to the church. You don't have, you know, the, the ability to go out to the church and And know that you could be there and and feel some type of dependency. Now it's like, I guess you could say it like this. When I was in the military, it was very simple. When you went to work out, you worked out at at what they told you the pace was. Mm -hmm. But when you had your test, your PT test, it was at your own pace, but you had a standard. Now, everybody was told how they should go in church and the rhythm and the pace that you're supposed to be at. But now we're seeing where's your ability and endurance is now when it's no one pushing you, no one seeing you, no one really there to hold you accountable. Where is your faith at now?
2: Pastor Jay, if if I could just say this, oftentimes people, we have not uh, equipped them in order that they can do things on their own. In fact, we've enabled them. We've made mama and daddy pastor, mama and daddy bishop or apostle. We've wanted to spoon feed them. We have wanted to be a mama bird and take the food out of our mouth and put it in their mouth. And we have enabled them as saints when we've been called to equip, we've been called to empower, we've been called to edify, And in fact, we haven't done that because oftentimes as leaders, we're selfish. We feel like if we equip, if we edify, if we empower, that takes the power away from us. Mm -hmm. When in fact, it makes you more powerful. Because your people will come to you not out of a necessity, but out of a need of wanting to know more about who this God is, what this Savior is, who is this person that I can call upon. And it says he heareth me, that he'll never leave me nor forsake me. It says that I can call on him, he'll answer. I can knock, he'll open the door. See, we haven't taught them to really know, and I say this all the time, that K-N-O-W, meaning intimately, intimately. We have not taught people to have an intimate relationship individually on their own. Therefore, we've enabled them to say that it's okay for them to contact me as an apostle or you as a pastor or this leader for that or this leader for that, because we feel like it's going to put us out of a job if we do anything more than that. And so we are wrong as leaders when you don't empower your people, give them the antidote. For every answer that they need, which is calling on the name of Jesus Christ, give them the antidote for what they need, which is seeking God with all of their mind, their heart and their spirit. Give them the antidote, which is reading their word of God, studying to show themselves approved, um, rightly dividing the word of truth. Give them that. And we don't do that oftentimes because we think that it takes away from who we are as leaders. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, it was deep. My my pastor uh, ordained it. uh Pastor Babatunde Anadelli said something that stuck with me. I've never heard a pastor ever say this. He said, I, I, I'm pastoring you now to train you up so that one day you can be a pastor and go outside these walls. because Absolutely. It does my heart good knowing that I raised up leaders that went to go, go forth and spread the gospel. And that was deep to me. And when when he was telling me, I was like, he said, I don't want you to sit here. You know, that might be some of you guys', you know, destiny to be here. But I would rather you go out and start ministries and go out and spread the gospel and touch others. And Mm -hmm. that that to me was amazing because I've never heard that before. Usually because a lot of times, you know, especially growing up Baptists, you you either you're gonna stay in that church till you die. And that's pretty much, yeah. Baptist born,
2: Baptist bred. I'm going to be Baptist till I'm dead.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So it it, it was (laughs) to go out and and raise other leaders. And even though they might not stay with you, but to understand it's not a bad thing that they're not staying with you because you were so impactful to be able to bring up leaders, to be able to bring more people to God.
2: Yes, because it's all about kingdom.
1: Right. Right. Funny thing about that, though, Pastor J, is I have a similar situation with my pastor from Vegas uh, when I moved here. And even before I moved here, I was um, asked to be a worship leader at another church. He released me to that pastor. I was like, go, because I've trained you, I've equipped you to be what I've called you or what you've been called to do. And you can go and do ministry. And then even when I moved here, he still, even now I still talk to him. And he's like, go and do what I've taught you what I've trained you. I'm not going to hold on to you when you know there's better and there's greater out there for you. So, you know, those type of leaders, I would say, are very rare. Rare.
2: Let me say this, Chris, because we have to know our niches, who we've been called to, and you have to know that when I've given you all I can give you, when I can't take you any further, because I believe in the student becoming greater than the teacher. Mm -hmm. I believe that if there's somebody that I'm raising up, There's already got to be an anointing on their life, but they shall exceed me. I want them to be better than me because that means that I've done my job and I've done my job well. And now you're going to go out and you're going to find your next predecessor. You're going to find your next disciple. A disciple is what? A learned one, a pupil, a student. We are all those things. But once we've taught to the capacity and the max, uh, the the capability, the maximum capability that we can, it is up to us. And it is our duty to say, Chris, Jay, I, as your current pastor, have taken you as far as I can take you. There's a greater level of anointing on your life. I've been praying, even if I refer you to the next pastor, I've been praying. And God said that this man of God or this woman of God can take you to the next level. We're going to release you. And they need to cover you going forward. You have this ministry in you. There's not enough pastors that are saying, I see this in you. I want to cultivate what I see in you in order that you can take it to the next level. And then when I'm done, hey, when I have given you all that I can give you, then there is somebody behind me that's coming that's greater than me, hallelujah. He's going to be able to take you into the next realm, not the next level, but he's gonna be able to take you to the next dimension. He's gonna be able to take you into stratospheres that I couldn't take you into. And I'm okay with that because God only called me to work on this level. He only called me to work here. And there's somebody that's above me because we all understand and know that we are part of the body of Christ. That means that we all operate in something different we don't right. operate in the same thing and body parts all function and do something different. If we could understand that, there would not be this level of competition that we operate in. Right there. I'm a firm believer and go go where God is taking you. Go to yeah. your next dimension, go to your next place and allow that person that's to mentor you and take you a little bit further to do whatever it is that he's supposed to do because I'm taking you as far as I can in this walk. Yeah.
0: And hey, you know one thing I was talking about, it came to me a while, I think last week I was talking to Dr. Clay about this, is I've heard so many horror stories in the body of Christ of either someone that's handicapped or had predatorial mentality that they, they really took advantage of people's weakness. They really Manipulation. Took Say that again? Manipulation. Manipulation. Yes, we talked about what you just talked about, about it, and, and 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 I don't know why it's been so heavy on me because I I think about you know a lot of times people are, when people are vulnerable, it it a lot of times taken advantage of you know when people say don't take my niceness, weakness, but a lot of people that stand in pulpits, and I'm a preacher, but one thing I analyze as a preacher is that. When I heard that scripture as a kid, anything you do that strays somebody away from me, their blood is on your hand. On your that hand. bothered me. I'm like, so if I had somebody, because of my actions, go away from God, go away from the Christian faith, go go away from a relationship with you because of me, that their blood is on my hand, that really I'm not even going to say scared, but really took me back where it made me very self-conscious on when I'm doing anything in ministry because ministry is serious. It's not, yes. uh, you know, you don't do this to get famous because last time, if the last time I checked, I was probably never became a preacher, but God called me to preach. Right. I think that was, right. best. I would rather be worship leader, worship, you know, worship a leader than at nighttime, do a conference, revival. And call it a day, go home, yep. never have to worry about preparing a sermon, you know, or anything, or dealing with people issues, because that's a lot. A lot of people understand that as a minister, that is a charge that you yeah. can't yeah. lightly. Every word you say will be, I guess you could say, dissect in good or bad. And you have mm-hmm. to be conscious that what you say is from God. And... It's very sad to hear stories, you know, because I hear these stories. You know how I hear these stories? Because people put me in the same group as the person of my title. Wow. I get an yeah, amen on it Because there's amen. so much Amen. Amen. Hurt because there's something in the church that hurt them. And it, it could be from physically, sexually. I know a lot of us don't talk about that. But it's, right. and, and we have to realize that sometimes you gotta say sorry, even though you didn't do it. Absolutely. Because you True. have to realize it's not the pride of you that you did something, it's about bit mending relationship for God to say, you know, I'm right. sorry you went through that. I'm sorry you got yeah. a bad representation of God and how He truly yeah. is by you know this minister or this evangelist or this apostle or this bishop or or this deacon or you know whatever the title is because we all get grouped yeah, yeah. we do i know yeah, everyone is heard yeah. say oh you a christian that's because that comes mm. from a hurt they were hurt by somebody But pastor jay called, you know, a christian and it's it's real big go ahead dr and we also have to teach people that
2: um hello We We also have to teach people that it's not the church. It's not the built. It's not the church. It's not the building that's hurting people. It's a people that are inadequate themselves that happen to go to that particular church building that does the hurting the church in itself. We have to get people to understand is a hospital. Everybody that comes in there has to be, has a need. There is something that they need to be healed from themselves. They have symptoms of certain things. They need to go through triage, just like a person in the ER. We need to dissect and understand. We need to give them prescriptions. We need to diagnose everything that's going on with them. If we could ever explain, this is that, that training, this is that empowering people, teaching people, equipping people, if we could ever get them to understand that it's not church. The building didn't do anything to you. The, it's the people that are imperfect inside of the building that we all attend together that possibly did something to offend you, possibly did something to hurt you, possibly did something to put you in a certain mindset or a certain frame of mind, and we can fix that. It says that we can't do anything. If we got an odd against our brother or sister, our gift means nothing. We got to leave our gift at the altar and go back to our brother and sister, get that thing right, and then come back. See, it's not enough of us that are willing to do that. We want right. to hang on and talk about our gifts and our talents, and all of these things that we have, and we wanna go on like nothing else has happened, when in fact we actually need to go back to the altar, we need to repent, then we need to go to that brother and sister that we wronged, we offended, we messed up, we caused them to mess up, and then go back to God. We don't wanna do that because we think that we're perfect, but yet we are imperfect people in a building that was built
0: for us. Amen. Good evening all the listeners, hey, hey, hey everybody. We have Dr. Mia in the house. And um, one thing I I just want everybody to say, and I I just have to say this, is that there's no such thing as a perfect church. Absolutely. And there's no such thing as a perfect person. Absolutely. So anything that you have been through, that was a horrible situation. And I want you to know that is not the representation of God. Because I have came across someone that wasn't of the Christian faith, but she interacted with Christians. I was telling them about church and, and doing the evangelist thing of inviting people to church, and she, she just was listening. And I was telling her about God, and I was telling her about things, and she was asking questions, and was talking about the Bible, and this was at work. And she said, I never had this perception of God until you broke down some things. And what that meant was she got bad representation of who God really is by people's perception that wasn't showing the right representation of God. And a lot of times we have to understand that people can't speak on God. God can speak for himself. Don't add extra to it because you can cause confusion. You can make people go astray and you can make people really messed up by trying to put your opinion and instead of putting what God, what says the Lord.
2: Yeah. Right, yes sir, right. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Dr. Nia. Yes. So we gonna go ahead and talk about your book. Go ahead and break it down about your book.
2: Okay. Uh, well, so as you know, I am extremely transparent um, I have a book series called The Other Side of the Grass. Book one is The Birth of a Sexual Appetite. If you have not gotten it, I would uh, ask you that you would go to Amazon uh, or Kindle and purchase the book. You can purchase it on Kindle for $2.99. You can also purchase it on Amazon uh, for $9.99, I believe, or $10. If you want an autographed or prophetic word, from, get the book from us, and we can give you the cost of that um, with the shipping and everything. And so uh, The Birth of a Sexual Appetite actually just talks about my life um, and how I started out. I was born to a teenage mother uh, who hid me for almost seven, eight months during her pregnancy. Um, I talk about spirits that crept in because of my mother hiding me. The first one being the spirit of rejection. The next spirit being the spirit of abandonment. The next one, because she hid me, I always felt like I was never seen or or never um, sought after for for anything because of that. I talked about all these spirits that my mother dealt with. I talk about lust being uh, the number one spirit because my mother was 15 and she was not married at the time that she conceived me. She and my father were uh, unwed teenage parents uh, that conceived me, they were fornicating. And I talk about me Having all of these spirits attached to me as I swim around in my mother's amniotic fluid um, and I don't even know it. I don't know that I'm going to be born into this world with all of these issues on top of the issues uh, on top of the issues that I was going to have being born in this nature. So I kind of take you to a book and I tell you about my grandparents that didn't want me. That was rejection. I talk about my mom. I talk about my dad who I didn't learn was my dad until I was well into my, my thirties that caused identity issues. I was adopted, uh, by family members, but yet and still they didn't want me either. Um, I talk about the sexual abuse, uh, molestation rape, uh, that was done to me by family members. I talk about just a whole bunch of different things. So I talk about all of these spirits in my book and how we often times have all been uh, privy or not necessarily privy, but we've all been impacted by these spirits that are generational curses in our lives and we don't deal with them because we're ashamed of them or we're we're made to be ashamed of them because people don't know how to deal with this stuff. This stuff didn't just happen to me. It happened to my mother. It happened to my grandmother. It happened to my great grandmother. So now we're dealing with a generational thing. It happened to all of my aunts um, but God broke the mold when he, when he made me, I didn't understand why I would go through so many things and go through all the trials and tribulations that I went through, but it was for his making. It was for him to be glorified in me. And so as I went through these things, I go through the book and tell people a little snippets about how they can get free. If you had a bad relationship, my mother and I did not have a relationship until one year before the Lord took her on home to be with him. And, uh, he gave me an opportunity to get some things clear on some things. So I talk about mending bridges. I talk about dealing with those those spirits that I talked about. I talked about how deliverance needs to take take place and they are just not things that just go away. I talk about how I, I got married at the age of 19 and thinking that if I got married, that the lust would go away, that the things that I was feeling and dealing with as a young woman would stop because I got married. And I go in to tell the people people in the book that there are many that deal with these very same issues, but they don't know how to get free from them. They don't know how to get loose from them. And I take them step by steps throughout the chapter as how they can get free. I'm very transparent about everything that I've done. I'm very transparent about everything that I went through. Uh, There was some fornication, there was some adultery, uh, there was some abuse. I talk about how my grandmother When she realized that my mother was pregnant with me, she tried to beat me out of her. And I say that that's the spirit of abuse that entered in that on down my life that I would allow men to put their hands on me. Because it entered in when my grandmother first tried to beat my mom. Um, And just different things. We don't realize why we are predisposed to certain things or why things are happening to us. or how did we get here? Because that's a question that I've always asked myself. How did I get here? Well, it was because of the spirits that entered in with me through the birth canal. So if anybody sees the cover of my book, you'll see that there's love fornication. As my mother is giving birth, when she's giving birth to the baby, these words are coming out and they're attached to me. And so I teach people how to get free in book one. I take them through the necessary steps at the beginning of my life. Uh, I stopped by talking about my first marriage and saying how it was not a cure for the lust that I was dealing with, that I was birthed into. Um, Book two is called Untold Chronicles, which is one of my radio shows. It's also my magazine. And it's the things that people have never really wanted to tell. I don't want anybody to look at me differently. So I don't know that. I don't want you to know that I dealt with the spirit or I don't want you to know that I dealt with this Or I don't want you to know secretly I was housing this or I was keeping this on the inside So I take you through some more stuff that I dealt with as we Go a little further on uh, Into my life and I'm a little older now I tell you about the untold things the hidden things that I thought that I could keep secret and they would just secretly go away and uh, even after getting saved, even after becoming a minister, even after becoming a prophet of God, I I thought that I was I was cured. Like I didn't have to go through the deliverance process. And boy, was I mistaken. And so I take you through all of this. The beginning of. Um, book two starts with a funeral. Um, I am eulogizing the little girl, Mia, um, the little me, the one that keeps continuing to rise up when triggers are affected in my life. So book two starts with a funeral. And I'm talking about how this girl was predestined for greatness, but there was nobody to show her how to be great. And how can you be great when you're predisposed to all of these negative things? I deal with the spirit of jealousy that I dealt with for years and did not know that's what it was, but I hated me. And I wanted to be anybody but me and didn't realize that there was a spirit of jealousy and envy that was on me when I saw other women or when I saw other girls with their moms and So I take you just through life's lessons, through my journey, being very transparent and hoping that somebody will be healed, somebody will be delivered and set free because of what I had to go through, that some other young woman, some other young man can really say, and we had these testimonies through book one saying, oh my God, that's my life that you're talking about and I never knew how to tell it, or that happened to me, or I feel like I'm reading my own story. So there really is a series of, of hope for people stating that you are not forgotten about. You're not lost. You haven't done too much. You haven't said too much. You haven't been involved in too much. You haven't walked away from too much in order for God to still use you. Because if he can use me with my raggedy old life, with my tattered self, with my stanky, nasty, messed up self, he definitely can use you that has not done a piece of what I've done in my life. And it's an ultimate book of it's not real religious. It's not real churchy but it's real, it's raw, it's relevant. I tell some real truth, um, tell some things that some people may even be offended by, but I can only be and do what God told me to do. He told me that back in uh, 2005 that I was going to be a deliverer of people and I didn't understand it then, but through my writings I've had people say, you allowed me to see that I needed to be delivered or this or that, I'm dealing with the book so I get it. And um, it's just a book of hope for people wanting them to be the best them that they can be by telling them my story, my testimony. Okay.
0: Yeah. So where can everybody find it?
2: Y'all, y'all still with me? Yeah. We
1: here, I'm listening. <laughs> Book
0: one is... <laughs> Book one topic. is on Amazon. You was roboting it. Huh? You, you was roboting it on the steel. So you was like... <laughs> hey, hey, hey. But your voice was great, though. Oh, you didn't... We heard all that. You didn't hear me? Oh, we heard okay, it. okay,
2: okay. It,
0: it, it, your picture.
2: Okay, so. Oh, it
0: was. It, it was a, it, I it told was you hard.
2: don't have me on here looking like. I told you that. Don't have me looking like that. But yeah, you can find the book on Amazon, Um, again, um, on Amazon. And then you can also find it on Kindle. We're also going to do an Audible. Book two will be released on my birthday which is august the 14th and we're going to do a big sale for 24 hours where you can get book one and book two um and so yeah get the book i tell you we again had some great feedback i'm really surprised because it's not churchy it's not overly religious it's not you know sanctimonious it's not a bunch of scriptures and trying to pray you through something that you ain't ever been through but you just read the book because it's a good author no this is really a real life a testimony of things that happened to me and how i was able to overcome by the grace of god and uh, because of god's hand on my life
0: amen yeah. Amen. well um did i lose out no <laughs> you, you we here so <laughs> i to say um i think that's a great thing especially to have a book that someone could relate to Especially with dealing with all of the things that people don't know how to understand, you know, because no one's taught how to right. understand projection. People, um, people don't know themselves. And when it comes down to it, I'm—I can tell you right now. I talk
2: about lot identity lot issues.
0: And um, yeah,
2: I talk about identity issues in the book, Pastor Jay.
0: And that's why people need to go get it, especially because. You know, uh, when you said about relationships and going through relationships, one thing that a lot of people have to kind of understand that concept. Sometimes it's okay to be by yourself, to know yourself, and know how to love yourself before you try to love on somebody else. Because uh, if you love on yourself and learn how to be by yourself, you always going into more and more, which goes kind of to your title, because the grass ain't always greener. Yeah. You run into more and more issues the more that you keep looking for something you know trading the 80 for the 20 or it might be vice versa but you're always never finding what you fully like because we're always growing and what you might like in your 20s right for sure, ain't gonna like in your 30s and so on and so on so you really got to be content with yourself before you try mm-hmm. to put unreachable go uh standards on people when you kind of be in relationships. True. Absolutely. So absolutely. Where can everybody find you on social media?
2: You can find me across all platforms. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Periscope, YouTube, um, I, am, I am just Nia on all platforms. Or you can find me on the Just Nia Morning Show across all platforms. <laughs> You can also find me under Dr. Nia, Identity Guru. Um, you can email me, again, as I stated at the beginning of the show, at www.iamjustnia at gmail.com. You can uh, email or um, get a hold of my manager, Mrs. Omika McNeil of Belinda Gill Management at www.belindagillmanagement at gmail.com. Or you can call 561 area code 900 um, she books all of my interviews, um, any of my appointments, any anything that you want me to do, any conferences, any mentorships. Uh, she does all of that for me. So you can get a hold of her um, regarding that. You can also I do have a new personal page. Page one is full. So I have Dr. Nia G um, one one, which is two, two or or I, I, which is Dr. Nia G two, because page one is full. So you can go to page two if you'd like to be friends with me and connect on. Uh, my Facebook personal page. I do have a bunch of public figure pages as well, too, if you'd like to connect with those also.
0: Awesome. Well, one thing I can say is I always appreciate you coming on the show. You know. Thank you. And, and just to give a fact, we actually had um, our own show me and Dr. Yeah. called um, Unscripted. Yeah. So just off script. Just Talking about a whole bunch of stuff that was in the church or in society that no one want to talk yeah. about. Kind of like Untold Chronicles, but it was just more, it was just more raw. So, yeah, yeah. That come back. yeah we're gonna, we're gonna that catch a comeback. But, yeah, we don't, we don't to. That may
2: catch a comeback because I promise you people are still liking that page, Pastor J. I
0: I know. And I'll be sitting there like, we ain't made the show since 2019. So, <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I definitely, um, Thank you, and you know you're always welcome at Radio. You know Radio. Thank pay. you. Thank you so and much. I'm going to go ahead and put some music so we can have some music going on, and then we're going to close out, so if there's anything that, Mr. Chris, do you have anything that you'd like to keep with people for you break?
1: I added you on social media. <laughs> yes, I am definitely Got
2: going
0: you. to accept it, yes. yes. And then, uh, she, she gonna accept it in like the next week because
2: that's how you know how busy I, she is no I'm not I'm, I'm <laughs> going right from this interview and I'm going to accept this request you wrong for that passage <laughs> right
0: you're
1: gonna pay him no attention he talk about me being petty and shady uh, right. right
0: me you. you yes Never. yes you would see Never. <laughs> but um one thing I want to leave with everybody is just keep the faith, keep prayer. We gonna make it, y'all. And we gonna keep. We gonna get through this. We just need to obviously learn the lesson that God have us on on reading. And once we finally learn this lesson, things are gonna get better. Yes, they are. You know? yes, so, they are. with that being said, um, we are gonna go ahead and play uh, Lecrae because he gave us a shout out today. <laughs> so we gonna see y'all next week. Make sure you follow Anointed Radio um, on all social media platforms for LV Anointed radio, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and make sure you go follow us on all podcast platforms: Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything, radio.com, everything but title, because Jay-Z's a hate. I'm gonna just keep saying hey.
1: I'm <laughs> He's not saved. <laughs> <laughs> He's praying for him. Let's stretch your hands towards Brooklyn. Right.
2: Absolutely. I'm stretching. sorry.
1: I, I, I wanted to stretch him. Oh, oh. Do that together? Oh, oh you Oh, my bad. Let me stretch it that way. I think it's
0: that way. Oh, okay. So, with that being said, we're going to go ahead with pray and we will see you guys next bye, week. Bye,
2: guys.
0: Bye, everybody. See you, uh,
2: Blessing. Bye. 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 Tell me
4: that you never let me
3: down Down Cause you're my final breath before I drown Drown
4: I'm drowning, I'm drowning Lost in this world Ways all around me, deep in the darkness, where it's heartless. I don't know if I can make it, I'll be honest. I'm fading. I'm fading, track and I feel like it ain't no escaping Down to the bottom, all these problems got me drinking Might drown in this bottle, lost drama got me thinking If I had one call, would you buy red? Or would you take back all of your promises? Cause I don't know who to turn to, or who to trust I don't know who to turn to, or who to trust So tell me that you never let me die down.
3: Cause you're my final breath before I drown Drown You're my last resort When it's too late
4: Come save me, come save me. Cause I've been in way over my head lately. Shane got me sinking, gone off the deep end. Harder took my breath away, now I'm barely breathing that. I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Cause this the only thing that keeps me sober. I feel like I'm losing it. Like, what am I doing here? Yeah. I need you to bail me out, I need you to pull me in. If I had one call, would you mess around? Take back all of your promises. Cause I don't know who to turn to hold a trust. I don't know who to turn to hold trust. So tell me that
3: you. When it's delayed yeah.